Welcome back to DCOM Colon Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched Camp Rock 2 colon The Final Jam. Amazing. <laughs> this came out September 3rd, 2010. Uh, before we jump into anything, we need to give a disclaimer. Uh, Demi Lovato has recently come out as non-binary and uses they-them pronouns, which we will use when discussing Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. If we mess up, it is not on purpose. Yeah. We will correct ourselves. Mm-hmm. Just a fair warning. Well, yeah, and also <laughs> just whenever we did the first episode, they had not come out as non-binary yet, so we were yes. using she, her, but obviously we're doing our best. Yes. <laughs> and that, there's nothing ill-willed. We're yeah. <laughs> and also when we talk about their character in the movie, we'll use she, her, because their Mitch character. Because she, yeah. her. Um, before we get into this movie... Um, so as we know, Demi Lovato has gone on a very public struggle with mental health and addiction issues, and this movie is a part of the story where all of it first came into light. So on- If you haven't watched the YouTube TV documentary, her first one and her second one, honestly, we highly recommend. Their, yes, their first (laughs) one. We highly recommend. Um, so I'm going to relay what they said about, um, what happened on the Camp Rock 2 tour, the final jam that sort of brought these issues into light. So they were on the, uh, worldwide tour for Camp Rock 2, the final jam. I did not know this was a thing that happened at the time. (laughs) Um, because I was going into seventh grade at this time. (laughs) I wasn't that interested. Um, so they were in Colombia, and Demi paid for a bunch of people, including a bunch of backup dancers, to, to go to dinner. Uh, they paid for drinks. Uh, someone brought weed. And Demi was also on Adderall at the time. Um, they trashed the hotel room and got in trouble with the hotel. And someone had told Kevin Jonas Sr., the Jonas Brothers' dad, plus Demi's dad. I don't know if that's their biological dad or their stepdad. I think their stepdad, at least from what we've seen in the documentaries, it would I don't know. seem that it's, it was their stepdad. It's not important. Their stepdad. Um, and they became very, Demi became very upset and angry that people now knew that she was taking Adderall recreationally. So Demi manipulated Kevin Jonas Sr. into telling him, or telling them who snitched. They were like, oh, I'm, I'm grateful that they told me and I want to thank them. Like, very manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was revealed that it was Shorty, one of the backup dancers. Now, Shorty was in this movie, and whenever you see a backup dancer that has, like, flaming, like, I red, orange hair, was, yep. that is Shorty. That is the one who told Mr. Jonas. Yeah. Um, so whenever Demi heard this about who snitched, they said, I'm about to beat this bitch up. Um, so everyone was boarding the plane. Demi walked off the plane. Shorty was already on there. They went straight up to Shorty and punched her straight in the face. Um, Demi walked back, texted her, texted their mom, I'm sorry, sat down, and slept. Yeah. And then the Camp Rock tour was canceled, and that's when Demi went into treatment for the first time. And as we've seen throughout the media and uh, Demi sharing their own struggles, it's been an up and down journey. Uh, we wish them the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, if you watch the documentary, that part is like literally my jaw dropped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the way that they tell it is just really good. Yeah. And Demi tells the story themselves. So it's all Demi coming tells from- it plus the like security guard who was on there yeah. and then plus their manager at the time. Well, I just didn't want it to seem like somebody else was telling the story. No, yeah, it was Demi. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, as we know, this is, this is, um, the sequel to Camp Rock. Um, it's not as good <laughs> as the first No, <laughs> but it's not as bad as some of the other sequels that I've seen, I feel like. It's not terrible. It's not my favorite. It's very forgettable. Well, okay, I need to bring up High School Musical right quick. I know this is Camp Rock, but on TikTok, the children are saying that High School Musical 3 is the best, High School Musical 1 is the second best, and High School Musical <gasps> 2 is the worst. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. What? Who are you guys weren't there? You weren't there. They don't understand. Number two <laughs> is the best. Number two is the best. Number one is second best. Number third is the least best. Yeah. Who likes number three? 
The children, Why? The children on TikTok think Why? the third is the best. Oh my god. They probably think this one's better than the first one. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope to God not. Anyway. Um, one thing I want to talk about before we jump into the few people we have who are different yeah. from last time. I wanted to say also that Bounce... The song. Yes, okay. We, we have to talk about Bounce. Yes. <laughs> the reset. Um, while filming this movie, Demi Lovato, the Jonas Brothers, and a few of the backup dancers, and, and Big Rob, and Big Rob came together and created this weird little music video <laughs> on the streets of Toronto. It, I watched it whenever I was watching this movie, and I love it so much because it's so reminiscent of, like, the earlier days of YouTube where it was just, like, you and your friends creating stupid videos. Yeah. Like, if they if they would have done this, like, now, it would have made, like, fucking international headlines, well, which is stupid. It's so good, and, like, all the costumes they're wearing are, like, neon and, like, those big, like, fake glasses you get from Claire's, and, like, <laughs> everything about it is just beautiful. If you haven't heard the song Bounce, highly recommend. Yes, um, Nick is the lead singer, and we have Demi and Joe singing Back Up with Big Rob. I have, um, a little question about the song Bounce. Okay. So when they say bounce, what is that? What do you do? (laughs) Do you just bounce your body? I think you just bounce. They never really explain, they explain how to do the ham and cheese, and and they explain how to do the chicken wing. Yeah. But they're never, like, the, everybody, ba- they're not at one point in this music video they're all doing the same dance move. Um, I feel like it's just <laughs> bouncing. However you feel you can best bounce. Yeah, it's it's great if you haven't looked, just looked up, just look up, like, Bounce Camp Rock. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's on the Jonas Brothers YouTube yeah. channel still to this day. Amazing. It only has 12 million views. It needs more. We're sending you there. If you went there because of us, comment. We're here because of the Ground Collective Podcast. Gen Z knows they don't know anything. You're so you're so stupid, Gen Z. I am technically Gen Z. No, no. I'm a cusper. Yeah, that's. I don't identify. We don't identify with either one. But yeah. So, um, that's Bounce. But I wanted to talk about Big Rob real quick, because he makes a cameo in this movie. Big Rob, if you don't know, is the Jonas Brothers' famous security guard. He is, he him, sings in Burnin' Up. They brought him into their productions quite often. Because he's amazing. And I love that for he him. He deserves the world. I love Big Rob. <laughs> he kept them safe. He, he guarded precious cargo. Um, unfortunately, he does not have a Wikipedia page, but... <laughs> <laughs> should we create the Big Rob Wikipedia page? Oh my god, page? we definitely should. So I, I did a little research, so I was like, well, what's he up to? So he did security work, I think, for Britney before the Jonas Brothers, but obviously was not, like, famous for doing so. Mm-hmm. But then he was the Jonas Brothers, like, security for their big run as the Jonas Brothers. And then it also says that he did some security work for Fifth Harmony. Ooh, so good for ooh, him. Fun. Still in the security business. Well, as far as I know, I don't know what he did recently but I did look it up because we went to see the Jonas Brothers concert back 2019 whenever concerts were still alive and safe and he normal. He did not appear at our show. He did not but he did appear at the California show and he went on stage and sang Burn It Up with them and I think I would have fainted on sight <laughs> if I saw Big Rob in person because I just love this man. Um, that's he, really all I have. He plays Oliver in the movie I believe. <laughs> Their bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he as I'm sure he does a great job. No one's gotten hurt. <laughs> They're safe. Um, so, next to Big Rob. There are very few new people in this movie. It's mostly all the same people. Um, and a lot of those characters that we saw in the first movie now sort of act as just, like, human mannequins. Yeah. They- <laughs> They're just there to be counselors so the movie can progress. Um, some new people we have, uh, his name is Daniel Cash, he plays Axel. I didn't recognize anything he was in, but he has over 180 acting credits. Um, we have Chloe Bridges, who plays Dana. Uh, you've probably seen her in Schooled, Insatiable, Pretty Little Liars, Faking It, uh, the movie The Final Girls, which I've seen is pretty good. Uh, The Carrie Diaries, New Girl, Legally Blondes. Um, she does voice, she did voice work in the Desperate Housewives video game. Oh my god, there's a Desperate Housewives <laughs> video game? There was. For what gaming console? Uh, I don't know. I did not look into it. I, I bet it was the Nintendo DS, because of course it would be. I had a That's So Raven Nintendo DS. It was pretty fun. But it was like an adventure game, so like once you completed the adventure, it was over. Yeah. Um, and she was also in the short-lived Freddy Prince Jr. sitcom. Very nice. Um, she Fun fact, she auditioned for the role of Mitchie uh, before it went to Demi, and now she, I don't think they're married yet. I think they're still engaged to Adam Devine from Pitch Perfect. 
Oh, bumper. yeah, got it. <laughs> it took me a second. I was thinking Adam Levine. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, next, we have the host of the Camp Wars uh, show. Her name is Arisa Cox, and she's the host of Big Brother Canada. Yeah. I wrote that down. That's all I have for her. I didn't recognize her from anything else. She, she wasn't in anything else. I grew up watching Big Brother, obviously the American version, and I wish I could get my grubby little hands on the Canadian version so I could have <laughs> some more Big Brother to watch, but I can't, and it's very frustrating. Um, and then finally, we have TikTok king Frankie Jonas. <laughs> Is it this movie? Frankie Jonas. Um, I don't think he likes to be called the bonus Jonas anymore. But that's what he was known at as. At this time, he was absolutely the bonus Jonas. He was Jonas. the bonus Jonas. Um, he's a little, like, nine-year-old in a fedora in this movie. Because, of course. Uh, he's the youngest Jonas brother. He was not in the band because uh, he was, I'm assuming he was too young, but I'm sure he, he could have been. <laughs> Probably. Um, now he's a, he's a king on TikTok. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've heard not great things about him either, so I don't oh, know. Well. <laughs> I have no idea. If he does bad things, we don't support that. What? I, the only thing I know about is that he once smoked weed, and that no. was true, but I don't care about that. No, not that. No, I've heard just, like, allegations of him just being, like, a shitty person, being entitled, but also I've heard maybe some sexual assault allegations, so oh, I don't know enough information about it. I couldn't find, like, a lot about it, oh, but I've just heard true, some people we talking. Do not, we do not support that. If yeah. they are not true... Then please don't spread false. <laughs> well, I mean, I've just seen some people like talking about other people's claims, but I haven't seen like the claims directly. Mm. But like, believe women, obviously. So, I'm a little <laughs> removed from the situation now. But mm. at the time, the bonus shown is amazing. Yes, I had one more person from the cast, and uh, did you have any more? No, about that was him? the last person I had. Yeah, so I had um, I don't know how to say her name, Alicia De Hosipovic. No idea. Uh, she played Bianca on Degrassi. She was just in the background for, like, a split second at Camp Star, but I had to bring it up because it was filmed in Canada. Of course, you have a person from Degrassi. So, that's all I had. Okay. Um, is that is that all we have to preface Camp Rock 2 the final day? Um, I think so. I, we can give a little recap of the first movie. I guess the ending specifically, because we needed a little bit for this. The so, ending where it's just the final jam. Well, they have the final jam, and Mitchie and Shane are together, and he's like, and you're the girl, hands. we've been hanging out the whole time, and you're the girl who sang the song. Blah. So we're like, what and happened to them after the summer? they see each other for a year. Yeah, Shane has so much money. I don't believe for one second he couldn't make, he can make time, he can make three months out of his schedule also, to attend summer camp. It's 2010, at the very least they could have Skyped. Right. He didn't visit Mitchie once in the entire year between Camp Rock 1 and Camp Rock 2. If Shawn Mendes can write a fuckboy song about offering to fly to Japan or fly <laughs> someone to Japan I'm to sure see them Shane for one Gray. night could have done the same. Yeah, so also, like, the I'm pretty US. sure Michi d probably, I assume she does not live far away from, like, that far away, like, maybe, like, I don't know, 45 minutes, uh, because her mom is able to just, like, take her entire catering business and pick up and leave for an entire summer to this camp and just drive there. I mean, it could be a couple hours away. I mean, yeah, like, a couple hours, and I'm sure it's, like, in the same state. Probably, <laughs> maybe. I, I, I assume it's California, where Shane Gray must also live. Yeah, I have no idea. Because <laughs> no one, no one is sweating. Ever. Also in this movie, I'd like to bring up that in the first movie, they are not brothers, the Jonas Yeah, no, they are not three. brothers in the first movie. But Brown is only Shane's uncle, but in this movie... Yeah, they're brothers, they're brothers. apparently. <laughs> they <laughs> decided to throw that in there. Whenever they decided that Nate and Jason should have a little bit of storylines, they, yeah. they needed to make them brothers. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, we begin this movie with these uh, Camp Rock staff getting ready for the first day of camp. Um, Mitchie and her mom are driving toward the entrance. They are returning. Connie's catering is returning again to provide the food. Mitchie is attending camp. And Mitchie's talking about Shane already. She's like, I'm so excited to see him. I haven't seen him since last summer. And mom's <laughs> like, hey, maybe just like calm down a little bit. I know you guys have been texting all but throughout like, the you're year. But like teenagers and you haven't seen each other Yeah, once. and she's basically just also, like, I don't want definitely you cheated on you. Well, she's like, I don't <laughs> want you to be disappointed. And also like, I want you to focus on your music. That's like why you're here. Yeah. I want you to have a good time. Um, so they drive, as they're driving to Camp Rock, they drive past an entrance to a new camp across the lake called Camp Star. Um, 
But they just sort of brush it off quickly. Yeah, Mom's like, oh, it's nothing to worry about. There's plenty of camps. Yeah, so as they arrive, Mitchie greets Caitlin, and this is probably, like, the most, like, individual dialogue. Caitlin, this made me so angry. Caitlin is such, like, a big role in the first movie, almost yeah. acting as, like, Mitchie's conscience. But in this movie, she's literally just, like, relegated to a background actor. Well, I will say, I think this movie has a lot less dialogue than the first one, because I yeah. feel like there's more songs and they're longer than the first one. Yeah. So... Yeah, but yeah, she, like, catches up with Caitlyn a little bit. They're like, let's go pick out our bunk. So they go um, pick out a bunk. This is what I noticed, that Mitchie's wearing these, like, monster high heels for summer camp. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I did. They are large. <laughs> and definitely, like, what you should not be wearing on, like, campgrounds. Well, she's cool now. She's confident in herself. This is her. Um, yeah, they go into the cabin, and they greet Peggy and Ella. And Tess is there. Tess is there, too. They almost, like, turn around, they're like, Hi. Well, yeah. Well, now they're, like, friendly with Tess because, again, at the end of the movie, obviously they all hated Tess her, apologized. but they had, like, a little moment where they're, like... Yeah, Tess apologized, and she, like, complimented Mitchie and Caitlin, but then there was never, like, really, like, any resolution. Yeah. Which, like, I fully, I, like, completely agree for, like, teenage girls where yeah. it's just, like, awkward now. Yeah. And they, like, don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> like, but she, apparently like, all... Like, continue to be mean. I don't know. Apparently all five of them are rooming in this cabin yeah. together. <laughs> where did Caitlin live last <laughs> We don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yes. they start talking, and they're, like, catching her up on what's, they're like, what about you and Shane? And Mitchie's like, oh, nothing. And Caitlin's like, they've been texting all year. <laughs> but Mitchie's like, well, I don't know, I just haven't seen him. And I've been like, <clears throat> okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't know what's gonna happen. We have to spend time together. And that's when we cut to Connect 3's tour bus is broken down on the side of they're the road. They're taking their tour bus to Camp Rock. Yeah, their faces are on the side and everything. Uh, Big Rob is there at this time. His name's Olive. Her. Um, they're trying to, Shane is the only one trying to figure out what to do, because they're like, oh, we called the tow truck, like, we'll get there, but he really wants to get there before Mitchie, but Mitchie's already there. Um, he's like, I just can't wait to see her, I've been texting her all this time, it's gonna be so great, and all of them are just like, calm down, it'll be fine, we'll get there when we get there. Um, but then, <laughs> the wheel that Shane was fixing, like, projects itself, ejects yeah, itself there, off the bus. There's one missing bolt that's been missing the whole time, <laughs> and as soon as Jason brings up the missing bolt, it flies off the, the wheel flies off the bus, the whole Which thing. Which causes the bus to completely follow, and this was not, see, do you remember the behind the scenes for this? No. Oh, well, they showed behind the scenes on Disney Channel. It was, like, completely real, like, they pushed this bus over into the lake. That just seems like a waste of a bus. Yeah, I feel like it was a waste of money. Like, it doesn't really contribute anything to the plot, and they just it's get there so a little early later. They the could have just said. Like, yeah. I, they try a lot to make this funny, and I don't know why, because it doesn't need to be a comedy. The last one wasn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> and they especially try this with Jason, with Kevin char Kevin's character. They did that in the first movie a little they don't bit, know but because, it. <laughs> because it was so in the background, it didn't really, like, affect it much, but they yeah. did it a lot in this movie, and it's like, okay. It's really cringy. Yeah. I think, I couldn't tell, I think Kevin was wearing a wedding ring. He was definitely wearing, like, a ring on his left ring finger. I don't know if it was his wedding ring specifically. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> it's really weird because I'm pretty sure he was, like, 30 at this time. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, too. They didn't want to give him, like, a love story because they're right. going to have to find, like, another 30-year-old to pl <laughs> be playing a teenager. Yeah. Um, so Caitlin and Mitchie just sort of casually back at camp. They're just kind of like, where is everyone? Like, I thought more people would be here by now. Um, and that's when, like, Peggy and Ella and Caitlin, they all ask Mitchie if she has a song for opening jam. So she starts singing, like, the beginning of this song, but she doesn't have music, only lyrics. And they're like, wow, you're really good. <laughs> <laughs> you're really good. So they go outside, and they find the two boys whose name, one of them is Sander. I don't, the two boys, the yeah, two boys of the color. The sing Hasta La Vista. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> we don't know who they are. Yeah, but they uh, go but out to like, them. They're playing play, a tune. Playing a little tune, and Mitchie's like, that's it. She just steals their music. I don't yeah, think you can do like, that. Hey, can you guys play that again? And they go... For you, Mitchie, anything. Let's rock. <laughs> they start, like, playing this little tune on the guitar, and Mitchie starts singing, and then it turns into this big musical number, the first musical number called Brand New Day. Um, I'd like to talk to whoever choreographed this movie. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> I saw a TikTok that was somebody saying, like, I can dance to Camp Rock too, and just, like, doing the moves, because they're all it's, so simple. Yeah, it's... Like, they're all so simple. It's all the same thing. It's yeah. all just, like, these weird steps with their hands on their hips. Kenny Ortega would never That's what I happen. was thinking during this movie. 
literally, I was like, this is not a Kenny Ortega production, it's obviously. <laughs> like, the choreography is so bad. I wasn't even paying attention. Honestly, as soon as they started singing, I was like, oh, a break from taking notes. I would just write down the name of it, and then I'd start ranking the songs. Oh, I would, I um, took some notes during each song, because apparently they have rock climbing at this camp. This is the apparently. first time we've ever, first and last time we've ever seen this. Um, they're also, like, dancing in the middle of the woods, and there's, like, these very obvious fake fall leaves on the ground, even though it's the middle of summer. <laughs> They've been there since the, the fall. They just never went away. Um, and then the song, they sort of transition from, for, from performing, like, all around the campgrounds to performing on, like, the main stage for opening jam. Um, Frankie, who doesn't Yeah, have this is where we see, his name's Trevor, but oh. <laughs> we see him in the front row. He's filming with his little video camera. Um, and after the song, Brown, the leader of the camp, he takes the mic and welcomes everyone, and that's when Connect 3 arrives well, on- he's about to say, like, I bet you've noticed that there's less campers, but that's when Connect 3 shows up, and so yeah, everyone this is freaks where, out. this is where I wrote, they're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mitchie and Shane slowly reunite, um, and at this point in the camp, uh, Shane's stardom has, like, faded, and no one cares well, that everyone he's Everyone is staring anymore. at him, and he's like, I'm a camper, just treat me like a normal person. So then they all turn away and just do that. Yeah, um, Brown is up on stage, and he says that his, like, former band enemy, Axel Turner, has started Camp Star across the lake and took a bunch of their campers. Yeah, and this is whenever Tess is, is like, Axel, he owns Star Records, yeah, and so um, Brown kicked Axel out of their, like, 80s band, and he's had a grudge out to get him ever since. Yeah, and that's whenever these boats start approaching the camp, which, first of all, would be kind of terrifying if you're at right. camp and these, like, like random boats. boats. Yeah. yeah. And then so they, like, launch these supplies onto the ground so like, fall in, like, a parachute. Yeah. Um, it's more supplies, because one by one, they all open, like, marshmallows, chocolate, and then that's where the guy puts the parachute over his head, and he goes, Graham crackers. <laughs> yeah, they're invited to the other camp for a bonfire. Why would they send the s'mores stuff there if they just gonna have to bring know. it back? You could have just sent an invitation. Don't have to yeah. be so bougie and dramatic. <laughs> like, yeah, now I gotta bring the s'more supply. <laughs> yeah, and Brown um, is like, this is a setup, but it's my enemy. Yeah. He's angry because I kicked him out of the pad. But everyone is so excited about s'mores that he's like, okay, I guess we can yeah. go. I mean, honestly, it's the same. I love <laughs> okay, s'mores. Also, they like canoe over during the night. Yeah, and that seems dangerous. I don't know. Yeah, so Camp Rock, they sail across the lake to the high-tech Camp Star. It's very expensive. It's, like, built like a resort, basically. Um, that's where... Al Axel and Brown are talking a little bit, and Axel is like, Camp Star is about creating stars for tomorrow. And then a Brown is like, well, Camp Rock is about just creating love of music. That's, that's what we're doing, and Brown is annoyed that Axel's, like, saying, like, oh, well, when I left the band, you've always held a grudge, and he's like, I kicked you out of the band, but it's just a little back, back and <laughs> Neither forth Neither of banter. them have let go of the past. Yeah. Um, so we briefly see Shane ask Machida to sneak off and go on a little date later, because they just want to spend some time together. Well, yeah, it's already dark, so, like, what time is this going on, and what time does he think they're gonna sneak out at? I don't know. Anyway... Camp Rock comes across this, like, giant, like, legit amphitheater. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever been to the Muni in St. Louis, it's, like, kind of like the Muni. Like, much smaller, though. Yeah. Um, and who's, oh, Nate. <laughs> Nate is, like, talking to himself. He's like, uh-uh, this is, this is uncle's enemy. I, I won't stand for any of this. Um, but then this girl walks by and she says, Hey, pouty boy, you better hurry. The bonfire's about to start. <laughs> and she's a cute girl, so Nate's like, all right, I think we should stay and watch it. Uh, this is a formal apology to Chloe Brid Bridges <laughs> that she had to say the lines that were written for her in this movie. Yeah. Because whoever wrote them had written them had never met a teenage girl. I don't ever think they'd ever, they ever met a human. It, uh, who approved this? Who said, I, yeah, this who, is yeah, okay. Who wrote this movie? <laughs> this, like, this is just the, the weirdest part. Chloe Bridges, if you'd like to like air some beef, we welcome you onto this podcast. We have so many questions. Yeah. Yeah, but as soon as he sees this pretty girl, Dana is her name, he's like, okay, well, we should go sit down for the performance or whatever. Yeah, so Camp Rock is sort of, like, taking their seats, but they're also, like, really excited about, like, all the features this camp has. Apparently, Ella, who was the stupid, who's still the stupid one, is now a costume designer. Yeah, they kind of mentioned that in the last one, but not really. Yeah, so she's like, oh, there's a wardrobe department. Ew. Yeah, 
so Axel goes, everyone sits down, and Axel goes on stage, and he's like, hey, does anyone want to perform? But obviously no one, like, volunteers to perform first because they're like, this is not our camp. We did not practice anything. So he's like, okay, Camp Stars will start. And they sing this song, Fire. It's a big performance. Everyone has costumes, choreography, wigs, the whole nine. Pyrotechnics. Uh, The cute girl who talked to Nate before is on the keyboard, and as she's sort of, like, dancing, doing her thing, (laughs) her, (laughs) she, like, throws her hand up, and her bracelet flies off her hand over the stage, over the first, like, six rows of seats, and it's straight onto Nate's face. Yeah, and hits him in the eye. Of course. Um, so... After the performance, Axel gets back on stage, and he offers to double the salary of any Camp Rock staffers. Yeah, so basically all of the counselors at Camp Rock decide to leave and go to this thing. Yeah, but they probably don't fucking care. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't blame them that much, because, like, double the salary, you gotta yeah, do what you gotta do. Yeah, they're probably just, like, college kids here for the money. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna go back to my, like, performing arts college, like, who cares about these children? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he asks, uh, some Camp Rock campers if they want to join, um, this one, like, Brown is just like, everyone back to the boats. Yeah. Um, and then people are literally, like, walking down to, like, sign up. These kids are just, like, gonna, like, switch camp while they're away. Yeah, they don't have to parents. call their parents. Yeah, it must cost different. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, uh, Dana goes up to apologize to Nate. Because, okay, so the, uh, Connect Three, the band, and then, like, Mitchie and Caitlin and a few others are, like, trying to gather all of the younger kids up to go back to the boats. This is whenever Dana goes and apologizes to Nate. She's like, sorry about your eye. And Nate was just like, you were so good on stage. And Dana Dana is like, thanks. Uh, My dad is Axel. And he was nervous about the show. He was nervous you guys weren't going to show up because he really wanted to impress Brown. So like, ooh, what's going on there? That's also when Nate finds Uh, out. They were former lovers. Axel Axel and Brown. Brown. (laughs) Could be. (laughs) They had a really bad breakup and that's the cause for it. That's why he was kicked out of the band. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, that's whenever Axel goes up to Dana and tells her to stay away from Nate. Uh, that's that's the end of that. Uh, yeah, uh, Mitchie is going to gather up Camp Rockers in, like, the fun, like, f- facilities. Like, there's, like, a professional recording studio. Um, and whenever, like, the Rockers go away, Luke, who is the lead singer of Fire for Camp Star, introduces himself for Mitchie. And then he just starts, like, trash-talking Camp Rock. So, Mitchie gets, like, super defensive, and they, like, fight a little bit. She's like, no one is gonna switch. And that's when Tess runs in to tell Luke that, oh, her mom said yes, she's gonna switch to Camp Star. Yeah, Mitchie is disappointed, but not surprised, and Yeah, Mitchie's like, how could you, Tess? And Tess is like, did you see them? They were great. I'm giving you the fire! (laughs) It's so terrible. Every time they have any of them sing without the music, it's not good in this movie. It's so crazy. Can we talk about Tessa's outfit, too? Like, (laughs) it's this weird, like, cropped, uh, like, blue checkered pattern and then, like, a hot pink tank top. The 2010s were not a good fashion time <laughs> for middle school, high school aged people. And I don't know how she works this entire movie with her bangs in front of her eyes. Because I, I swear to God, she can't see anything. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Mitchie ends up leaving. She's disappointed. Uh, then we just cut to the next day back at Camp Rock. Brown announces that they only lost a few campers to Camp Star, but they lost almost all of their staff. And so Camp Rock is closed. Yeah, um, he leaves and Connect 3 follows him out, so Mitchie tries to rally everyone with the song, We Can't Back Down. It's pretty good. It's, it's, it, yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> it's, it's a banger. Um, everyone so, is dancing in the mess yeah, hall. Yeah, well, she starts, she starts, like, with an acapella beginning, and it's like, we can't back down, and she does, like, these, like, weird arm movements, like, yeah. and she goes up to everyone, and she's like, we can't back down, like, it, doing these arm movements, then everyone, like, starts following along. It looks like they were trying to, like, and we'll see it later, it looks like they're trying to incorporate step, but... Yeah, and then, so this whole song is sort of Mitchie, like, trying to rally everyone, so, like, some people start leaving, and then Mitchie will, like, grab them, and, like, sort of, like, start, like, making her plea, but sometimes the plea that she's making in the song is not actual lyrics, so at one point she grabs someone, and she just goes, hey, ooh, 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 (laughs) and he, like, stays. (laughs) Like, I don't know why. by her singing. I don't know why. They could have choreographed it to where she's, like, we can't back down. Like, as she's, like, grabbing this guy instead of, 
ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, because they have specific choreography for the camp back down I part. Guess. So while they're all, like, dancing in the mess hall, did you notice there's a DJ there? No. He was playing the music for them. Why wasn't that Caitlyn? It could have been Caitlyn. They needed her dancing. Listen, Caitlyn, there is no mention of her produ producing. There was this. no need for Caitlyn to be a producer to begin with. They could have just made her a dancer. I don't know why they didn't. I don't know why. Also, why is dancing at Camp Rock? I thought this is about, like, musicians. It's about music <laughs> and guess. everything involved. I don't know. Performance. Um, but there is, so in the middle of this song, there is a poster that we see... Um, on one of the walls of the mess hall, and it's a man, like, an adult man and woman, and they're, like, in the woods, like, the background is the woods, and it says, the Continental Pals, in, like, big letters, and then in smaller letters it says, can't hear you. So the whole poster says, the Continental Pals can't hear you, and that, that's the poster. Is that an Easter egg? I don't get it. I don't think it's anything. I maybe, maybe whoever had the camp before them just left it up and they <laughs> saw it. That's fun. I don't know. <laughs> um. So after the song, Mitchie and the gang tell Brown that they'll be the counselors. Yeah. They all show up wearing the hats and they're like, "We're counselors now." I don't think Mitchie's qualified to be a counselor. Yeah, I've only been there for one year. Yeah, and I think you have to be a certain age, and I think right. you have to like have certain certifications or whatever. Exactly. But like, Brown is just like. Okay. Also, there's, like, no, like, older camp, like, campers who are, like, oh, like, it's their last year? Apparently, the, it's just them. They're the only campers who came back who are that age. Yeah. Because everyone else is basically a junior camper now. Yeah. <laughs> because that's the thing. They started the junior rockers this year, which is why Trevor Oh, they there. didn't He's start like, it. It's been a thing. We just never saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Jason was like, I remember when I was a junior rocker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, B Brown agrees to keep the camp open with all of them as counselors. Um, Nate, yeah, manipulates Jason into leading the junior rockers. Um, on the first day, all the counselors have problems finding the right classes. Um, yeah, so Caitlin is teaching dance, like, as she should have always been. Yeah. Um, did you, okay, so, there's this part wherever, uh, Nate shows up at the wrong class. There's, like, this mural on the board, it's red and white stripes, and he <laughs> enters the class, like, with his back turned, a hat in his back pocket in blue jeans and a white shirt. Oh, he's gonna teach the dance class that Shane taught. No, that is an homage to a famous Bruce Springsteen album. Oh, no. That's the cover of it. He looks very good. <laughs> Not, didn't, didn't recognize, didn't realize. Yes. I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> no idea what that even is. Um... Bruce Springsteen? I know who he is. I don't, <laughs> again, I, I know like three songs by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I mean, same, but I have I know the cover of the album. Um, Ella is teaching costuming. Everyone is overwhelmed, but it eventually gets better. Yay. Yeah, there's just like a montage of that. And then we see Nate is sitting by a tree with binoculars. He's watching Dana play piano. She's on this platform that is over the lake, across the lake. And he's just, like, watching her play piano this with these binoculars. This platform isn't, there's, like, a giant grand piano. There's no sort of, like... Support? Like, support or, um, like, siding or anything. Like, you take one wrong step and you just fucking fall into the lake. And it's supporting a human and a grand piano just, like, out over the lake. Yeah, they uh, they could have just, like, put the piano at, like, the top of, like, whatever and not on this platform over the it's lake. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and it's supposed to show that they're, like, bougie and rich and can afford that, I guess. Anyway, he's staring at her through binoculars. Um, Shane tries to pull Mitchie away for some alone time when Mom yells at her for forgetting to schedule help in the kitchen. So Brown is there and he's like, Shane, you're gonna go help Mom. But Shane's like, mm, I wanna spend time with Mitchie. Yeah. Um, Nate is teaching a drumming class. <laughs> Listen, I love a drummer. <laughs> Elizabeth loves drummers. I love a drummer. Nick Jonas as a drummer. He looks very good in this movie, I might say. <laughs> Nick Jonas is my favorite Jonas. I've always known. I mean, I've always said Joe is my favorite Jonas. I, I still agree with that. But I, I still very much appreciate the, the talents and stylings. <laughs> the beauty of, of Nick the Jonas. Beauty. Especially when he's drumming. <laughs> yeah, but he ends his drumming class early. He's like, all right, guys, we can wrap it up for today. And he decides to canoe to Camp Star to watch Dana play like again. from the lake. Yeah. And so... But she's not there in her balcony. Yeah. Platform. And then, uh, the one, again, the guys who sing Hasta La Vista are, like, playing with Nate and they... Right, the activities directors. Yeah, and they <laughs> knock him off of his canoe into the water. 
Yeah, so he takes his canoe and pulls it on shore, and Dana meets him there. Um, she starts asking a lot of questions, but he's just, like, really shy and nervous, well, and he's not they, very responsive. They talk a little bit about, like, oh, what do you want to do, and who do you want to be? And, again, like you said, Nate is just, like, super nervous. And so, this is the scene. <laughs> this is the scene. I wrote it word for word, because what the fuck? So Dana says, do you want to hear something really stupid? I was goofing around, and I accidentally sort of wrote your name on my hand, but used permanent ink by mistake. And then, Nate says... <laughs> No one's ever written my name on their hand before. <laughs> what? Who wrote this? Also, you're a fa- fucking famous person. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Also, it's not on her hand. It's on her wrist. It's like, in like very nice lettering and you don't, who accidentally writes <laughs> And if someone's... you did, why would you say it? Right. Like, I, I feel like it would make more sense. Like, oh, like, I'm just, like, mindlessly doodling. Here's all these pictures. Oh, look, there's Nate's name. But no, it's just his name. <laughs> On her wrist. (laughs) Yeah, but Nate is like, no one's ever done that for me before. Like, he's so amazed. And so they're, like, about to have a moment, but that's whenever Axel calls for Dana. That's, yeah, like, her dad. So Nate goes to hide under the canoe in the water, and that's whenever, uh, basically, he's just like, okay, like, Axel's like, okay, Dana, like, we need to get back to rehearsals or whatever. And Nate's, like, kicking himself because he's like, I can't believe I couldn't tell her how I feel. I literally know nothing about her besides she's cute. <laughs> He's met her twice, and he stalks her just playing piano. Uh, so Mitchie meets up with Shane. She tackles him from behind. <laughs> she literally tackles him to the ground. Um, she's excited because things are working out. Um, yeah. Shane wants to spend more time with her to get to know her better, but that's when all the counselors get called away for the bonfire. So Axel, Luke, and Tess spy on the bonfire from the bushes. Um, and Axel's like, oh, there's no way they'll make it through summer. Uh, Tess becomes nostalgic because all the little kids are catching lightning bugs. And she's she's like, I used to do that. <laughs> because there's no lightning bugs anywhere else in the world besides Camp Rock. And then Luke turns to her and he says, don't even think about it. Yeah. It's aggressive for <laughs> no reason. Don't be nostalgic for your childhood. Yeah. Um, so the after count- the campfire, the counselors are sitting on the steps and they're all just like talking about it's how so great being a counselor. Yeah, things are getting better. And they're like, you know, it's not fair that Camp Star got to do that performance. They had already practiced it and everything. And they're like, we should challenge Camp Star to final jam. And that way we have time to prepare something. So, so. then <laughs> the next scene. We get the scene of the Camp Rockets. Step scene, I put in quotes. A step onto Camp Rock's. And onto Camp Stars, camp, my favorite thing about this, onto Camp Stars campgrounds, um, is so, like, Mitchie, we've all, we've all seen the scene, right? <laughs> it's all over TikTok if you It's all it. over TikTok, um, the kids are doing this, they're, like, yeah, they're, like, stepping, they're, like, <laughs> Camp Rock! Yeah, it's not <laughs> Like, good. doing these moves, like, in a line, like, marching, sort of. My favorite thing about this is that the Jonas Brothers are in the back, they're not doing the steps, they're just, they're just, yeah, they're just clapping. They're just like, Camp Rock. Camp Rock! Yeah. <laughs> and so they arrive, like, on the stage of the amphitheater where Camp Star is rehearsing. And Mitchie goes, yeah, that's right. We're here on your stage. Like, ooh, we just got you for stepping onto your campus. Yeah. Um, that's whenever they announce the Camp Rock versus Camp Star Final Jam. They're like, we could do this. We're going to be Star better is like, than you. like, what the fuck is a Final Jam? Yeah. So then, they, <laughs> instead of, like, explaining, they just start singing just the song, It's On. on. I, don't, I like the song. And they dance a little. They have, like, a dance battle like, where the Camp me, Star. Me, me, it's very me, much me, like Dance that. Me If You Can, where it's, like, first of all, it's, like, a competition, but then it's, like, oh, they're dancing together. Yeah, they're, so like, then, oh. like, they'll we'll sing back and forth, and they're, yeah. like, <laughs> next stop, we show you the stage. And they're, like, making these, like, faces at each other. My favorite lyric in this is, la, 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 let me see how you bop. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, are they bopping to the top? <laughs> yeah, so as this is going on, Axel um, watches oh, the whole is, performance. There's a little drum battle between Nick and, or Nate and the other drummer of Camp Star. It's very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is when Axel, like, starts watching. Because apparently this whole musical number, it's actually happening. Yeah. But at, by the end, he says, you know, I think the final jam battle is a great idea. We should also televise it. And they're all like, oh, yeah, like, that'd be great. Like, people see us on national yeah. television. And Mitchie immediately knows, like, hmm, this seems a little off. This seems like a bad idea. But everyone's like, come on, Mitchie, can we do it? Because somehow Mitchie yeah. is, like, the designated decision Mitchie's maker. Mitchie's been here for one year. Yeah. Everyone else has, like, seniority over her. Yeah. And even, like, Shane, who is, like, supposed to 
to be like our Nate, like supposed to be like voices of reason. They don't tell her like, hey, maybe we should like talk to Brown about this. Somebody's just like, I guess, yeah, that's fine. They're all talking about how like, oh, he's like, oh, I'll show it on my channel, and they're like, oh, we're gonna be seen on national television. This is probably some like shitty like cable channel, like five channels below MTV. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Like, who's gonna watch? Who's gonna watch just like random camps that no one's heard of in California? Like, battle it out. <laughs> well, maybe they're fancest, f- famous camps, or at least Camp Rock. That's what Mitchie made it seem like in the first movie. Mm. Well, it doesn't seem like it in this movie. Not anymore. Um. So Mitchie gives the gang a song that they can work for the final jam. It um, used to be a duet, but she's like, I think we could work on it and make it uh have a part for everyone. Yeah. Jason asks for a spot for the Junior Rockers, and then we cut to Brown telling Mom that he's upset at Mitchie because Axel can't be trusted, but they can't stop it because the advertising's already started. And yeah. Brown thinks that this means, like, sudden death because they're gonna lose because they don't have, like, the money or resources to compete. Well, and he's also like, and if they see us lose on national television, like, who's gonna send their kids to Camp Rock? We could barely keep it going, like, this year. I guess, but, like, I don't, like, watching it at the end, it's just, like, these are just, like, two advertisements for the camp. Like, who wins? Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, like, yeah. and there's no, like, oh, like, if we win, you guys shut down for, there's no stakes as to who wins. Yeah, it's literally Like, just I don't televised. know how he couldn't see it as anything other than, like, a good, advert like, free advertising opportunity. Well, but I do understand the idea of, like, okay, this camp has been around for, like, however long this new camp is coming up, and they beat you, and then, like, what happens? Then, like, people are like, okay, well, I want to go to this camp that won. I, I mean, if you saw the performances, like, it wouldn't matter who won. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Because they were both really bad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he's, yeah, he's Mitchie like, overhears this. he's disappointed in Mitchie and he's like, this is all gonna like end Camp Rock basically. And Mitchie's like, oh my God, this is all my fucking fault. So she runs away crying. Yeah. Mitchie tells the camp that there's no more time for anything else besides competition prep. Uh, there's no like bonfires. There's no jet skiing. There's no like fun camp stuff. Um, everyone agrees, but Shane is upset because everyone's demanding, everyone is demanding Mitchie's attention. Cause again, she's in charge of this. Apparently. And there's no time for Shane. Yeah. Um, so we briefly see, like, Nate spying on Dana playing piano, at, but this time she sees him and she waves back, like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Very fun. Um, Mitchie yells at everyone for taking a break and starts getting, like, very pushy. So everyone's fed up with Mitchie. Um, Brown tells, <laughs> so Brown sees this and he tells Shane, like, you know what to do. So I first see this and I'm thinking that, <laughs> like, oh, like, is, is Shane gonna, like, relieve Mitchie of some stress? <laughs> like, what? What are we supposed to think here? No, apparently, Shane. Brown, Brown thinks it's a good idea for Shane to start a water fight as Mitchie's trying to make an announcement to the camp. Yeah, I... <laughs> Mitchie's on stage, and then all of a sudden, all of these kids with, like, water guns and water balloons come out and start throwing water and spraying water everywhere, and, like, everyone's having a good time, like, everyone's laughing, like, they needed this, like, stress relief, except Mitchie, who, like, walks off and does not take part. Obviously, Mitchie's very angry, because this is exactly what she was getting angry about. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, see, I was, <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking, but I was like, oh, Shane... Spend some alone time with Mitchie. Maybe she'll be less stressed. Well, I mean, everyone was, like, having fun except Mitchie. So this is when Shane finds Mitchie inside by a piano. This is later today. This is later at night whenever everyone's, like, around a fire. Yeah, and Mitchie thinks that he's there to help her. But he's like, hey, like, I have this picnic set up for us. Like, we're gonna have a good time. That's what I originally thought. He was gonna, like, obviously, like, age appropriate. He was gonna, like, do something. Well, and she's, like, frustrated at him because she's like, can't you see, like, how much I have to get done? Like, all these things I've been working on. And she's like, there's so, so much that needs to get done. And Shane's like, I just want you to have fun. And she's like so I'm not fun? <laughs> and he's like, well, you've been kind of obsessed with this. And Mitchie's like, th- Shane says, I just wanted to get to know, like, more of the real you. And she's like, this is the me- real me, trying to save what I care about. Um, And that's, they end up in a fight, and he, like, walks off. And so then we get the song, I Wouldn't Change a Thing. This song makes This me is th- the Fire and Rain song from like TikTok. Fire and- oh, I didn't know it was on TikTok. Yeah, oh yeah. I've like seen this all over TikTok. Fire and Rain. Fire and Rain. Um, this song makes no sense to me in the context of their relationship. <laughs> Literally, they disagree on this one thing, and they sing this whole song about how their relationship is, like, built on being opposites, but that's the way they like it. Well, okay, we've only seen, like, the parts we see, you know? So, like, I'm assuming we're at least halfway through summer camp already, right? I guess. So, 
So there's at least, it's probably been like every day. He's like, hey, Mitchie, let's go swim after everyone goes to sleep or let's go do something. And she's like, I can't. I have to work on the song. I have to work on the choreography, like whatever. So I guess it's like a lot of rejection. And so she's annoyed of having to keep saying no. And he's annoyed that she never says yes. I guess, but it's still this one thing <laughs> that they disagree on. And this whole song, they're like, we're exact opposites. Okay, well, I'm sure that this is a song they wrote ahead of time. And we're like, this will be good for Debbie and Joe's voices. <laughs> and then they were like, where are we going to put it? Yeah, I was like, how are they singing about the relationship when they barely have one? <laughs> yeah, so as they're singing, they're like walking around the campground. Um, this is, have you, did you notice that she has a feather in her hair? No. So it was during this. I don't know if it's at present during that any other time in the movie, but at this point I realized she had a feather in her hair. I got feathers in my hair in 2011. I did not. I wanted one, but I never did. I had to pay for them with my own money. They were so expensive for no reason. <laughs> they were $20 per feather. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, like, the end of the song, and they're still not made up. Yeah, um, they, but, like, see each other, and then they just both go to their own cabins. Yeah, but the next morning, whenever Mitchie wakes up, all of her cabin mates are gone, and she finds everyone at the main stage rehearsing. Shane got everyone up before dawn and let Mitchie sleep in, and they all agree that Mitchie shouldn't do everything alone. Not at one point is Mitchie like, oh, maybe I should have, like, lightened up a little bit. <laughs> well, also, Mitchie's not like, oh, sorry, I've been a psychopath. Yeah! <laughs> Everyone's just like, you were right, Mitchie. Yeah. So this is whenever Connect Three decides to sing the song Heart and Soul. Well, everyone's like, we're not all rock stars like you guys. Like, how do we stand up against Camp Star? And they're like, you can be a rock star. And they sing the song Heart and Soul. Yeah. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be like this movie's play my music, but it it's doesn't. not. It doesn't stand a chance. It, it does not. <laughs> um, there's also a part in the song where I said, this is off-brand Jack Black instruction mid-song. Like, Shane is talking <laughs> to the crowd. I don't remember, like, what he says, but he sounds like Jack Black whenever he's like, roadies, this means dry ass. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> like, he's just saying something. It was weird. <laughs> I did not get that. <laughs> yeah. Joe Jonas, you're no Jack Black. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> it's true. Sorry. Um, so Dana meets, Dana sneaks on to Camp Rock and, uh, see, to meet Nate. And he said, and, uh, he says, you came to see me? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, well, here I am. And she gets fucking pissed. Well, yeah, he doesn't know what to say, very obviously. And she's like, wow, I came all this way and you just don't even care about me? Yeah. <laughs> But I'm so sorry, Chloe Virgin. And she also, she's also like, I thought you were different from every other teenage yeah. boy I'd ever met. You have talked twice. Yeah, but she's like, I know nothing about you. And Girl, pick up a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Remember in the last movie whenever Tess was like, Teen Beat says that Shane likes gre- Shane likes green, so we get to dress in all green. Yeah. And so she just ends up leaving. And then Nate is again like what did I do wrong? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> He's like, oh dang, I gotta, I gotta do something to make it up to her. So then we, f- after this, we finally see um, a little date montage between Mitchie and Shane. The we- song "You're My Favorite Song" is playing in the background. Yeah, we. I, I feel like it would have been much better if we actually like heard them like sing it, like very much like you. I gotta find you. Yeah, exactly. And, the, yeah. and they're just like kind of like singing the song together. Like in this movie, there's no song that's. I mean, I never mind. There is, but I feel like there's. Never mind. I'm, that's, I just realized that that point is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's just a montage of them, like, on the canoes and, like, talking and catching up, finally. And, um... Nate, uh... uh Connect 3 um, sort of starts talking in their cabin, and Nate tells his brothers that he's having a hard time telling Dana how he feels. So Jason's like, well, you're a musician. Like, if you can't say it, then sing it. So Nate turns around, looks at this horse painting that's on the outside of the cabin, and gets an idea. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> Did Nate, you notice that? No. He turns around, he, like, looks at this horse painting, and then he, like, turns back around, and he's like, ah. Well, they're just like, <laughs> she wants to get to know you, so, like, get to know her. So, Nate sneaks over to Camp Star. He finds Dana, who is, like, uh, well, a, we, we also see Tess and Luke arguing at rehearsal because they both want the spotlight. Yeah. And they both clash very much. Yeah, and everyone is supposed to be going to, like, rehearsal or do something, but uh, Nick's like, I, or Nate's like, I just need, like, three minutes, hold on. So, he starts he singing the Dana, song. yeah. Introducing me. Oh, it's so good. I love this song. This is the <laughs> best so thing to cute. come out of Camp Rock 2. It's so cute. I love this song. <laughs> Nick Jonas has my heart. <laughs> like, I, I know I've said many times that, like, being serenaded must be so awkward. But in this scene, I would love <laughs> well, to have been it's serenaded. Like, it's like a silly song, too. So it's not yes. so much like, you have my heart and I love you and I would die for you. Yeah, and it's not just, um, 
but Dana just, like, sitting there, like, she, like, sort of, like, goes on this journey throughout the song. Like, at first, she's like, oh, like, I don't want to talk to you, Nate. But then, like, throughout the song, she's like, oh, okay, he's, like, really pouring his heart. And by the end of it, we sort of see, like, from her facial expressions that she's, like, warming up to him again. Yeah, so, uh, by the end of the song, Axel is there, and he's oh, like- wait, can we talk about introducing Nate for a little bit? Oh, yeah, we can. <laughs> um, so Nate likes when the moon is shaped like a toenail. Um, what else? I do not. I like a full moon better, personally. Me too! Who likes that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, when it's, like, the smallest sliver, that's okay, but I wouldn't say that looks like a toenail. Yeah, like, why would you compare it to a toenail? Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> Again, it's supposed to be, like, silly. He yeah. likes cheese, but only on pizza. Otherwise, yeah, it what tastes, the fuck? Otherwise, it tastes like feet to him. What, what kind the of, fuck is I, wrong with him? Okay, like, Parmesan, I kind of get that. Like, Parmesan's, like, a stinky cheese, but, like, have you ever tried mozzarella, Swiss, cheddar? Has he never had a mozzarella stick? I don't know. <laughs> Nate, we have some questions we for have- you. <laughs> I literally, Nick Jonas did not write this song. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's why I said Nate. <laughs> if you want to know this lesson about it. And it also gets, like, faster as it goes, which is really fun. Yeah, and he I really like little, it. Like, yeah, it's, it's really, very fun. It's, it's so cute. Highly recommend. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's whenever Axel is, like, he's waiting, he's like, come on, Dana, like, this is what you've been doing, and Nate, Nate takes the blame, and Dana, like, thanks him, and then he leaves. Um, so Jason takes the junior rockers to go spy on Camp Star late at night. Um, Frankie films their rehearsal, and the next day, they, like, show everyone, they tell everyone, like, oh, we've got tough competition. Well, and they realize that it's basically a duet between Tess and Luke, and then everyone else is just, like, on stage, and so they're like, well, we can do that, we'll just have Mitchie and Shane sing the duet, and- Because they're much better singers than Tess and Luke, which, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but, but then everyone else who's just done all of this work is just like, yeah, that's fine, we'll just be on stage. Yeah, Mitchie's, like, the only one not completely Yeah, she's like, are you guys sure about that? We've done all- all this work but she can also see that like the junior campers are disappointed because like if they don't if like if they're singing a duet there's no room for them to do anything on stage yeah so but she goes out to like make sure the junior rockers are okay and they're like yeah like we had the best summer ever yeah they're like look because they're watching uh trevor's camera and so as mitchy sees this she's like i have an idea and just like takes their camera <laughs> and hugs them and leaves yeah so camp wars begins um, Tess and Luke are fighting backstage. Camp Roxy's, and they're like, oh, Tess. Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Also, we see that Axel um, knows the TV host, who's like... Can we also talk about how Tess's lipstick in this scene looks like fucking Miranda Sings? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I didn't realize that either. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Yeah, Axel knows the TV host, and so they're already like, okay, that seems a little sketchy that, like, you know this person hosting, like... And then, um... Camp Star goes first to sing Tear It Down... Yeah. It's really anticlimactic and not good. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of choreography and stuff, but, like, it's whatever. Uh, Camp Rock is all watching this, like, downstate, below the stage, on TV. Tess is wearing, like, an emo girl bow, where you have, like, completely straight hair and just, like, a random bow, like, pinned to the top of your head. It was 2010. That was very in style. (laughs) Only the emo girls in my class wore those. Oh, we had bows. Oh, every- all the girls in our class wore bows back in middle school. That was was a thing. thing. Not, like, big, like, JoJo bows, but, like, little. Like, literally baby bows in our hair. Yeah. Um, after the performance- Um, during the performance, I also noted that Tess looked drunk half the time. I don't know. She, like, wasn't doing the choreography well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if if the actress was, I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah. After the performance, Mitchie tells Luke and Tessa they did a great job, but they are still fighting. And they're yeah. just like, oh my god, blah, blah, blah. And you can already start voting for Camp Star after their performance, which I don't think is fair. Yeah, it's not. Um, um, also, yeah, whenever she, whenever the TV host is announcing Camp Star, she's, like, saying all this stuff, like, wow, that's gonna be hard to beat. So she starts, like, an- announcing Camp Rock, but she doesn't say, like, nearly as much as she does about Camp Star. Like, even after the performance, she's like, wow, if I had a kid, I'd send them to Camp Star. <laughs> yeah, and then backstage, she also tells Brown that Axel is paying to text every phone in the country to vote for Camp Star. Yeah. Um, and that's when, like, Camp Rock, like, starts getting, like, all these texts on their phone, like, vote for Camp Star. Yeah. Um, so the host introduced Camp Rock on stage. Um, Shane and Mitchie both start, like, singing to acoustic guitar in the audience. And they meet up and they go on stage and, like, all these dancers join in at the chorus. Yeah, this is a song, What We Came Here For. Which, again, like, for the finale song, it's so anticlimactic. Yeah, like, We Can't Back Down should have been their final jam song, in my opinion. Like, especially compared to, like, This Is Me. Yeah. Like, it's... 
I, I can't even tell you how the song goes. I forgot it already. Yeah, I don't know it. And so, like, everyone's on stage, or they're dancing, or they're playing instruments. Yeah, and in the background, they have the videos from Trevor's camera, so that was Mitchie's big idea, which Again, I guess... it's just, like, an advertisement. Yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> we had a great summer camp. Fun. Yeah, so, like, the junior rockers are, like, dancing and playing guitar, so they still get their own, like, little thing. I don't know why they were so upset to begin with. Um, there's trumpets, well, which I enjoyed. <laughs> Mitchie changed it, so it wasn't just the oh. duet that it was gonna be. Yeah, there's trumpets in the song. You yeah. see the trumpet players. Um, uh, yeah, so after everyone starts voting, and uh, whenever, at the very end... Um, when they're all on stage, even, like, the camp rockers start, like, texting and voting for themselves, which, like, same, but I love that they show that. Yeah. <laughs> so afterwards, like, after the commercial break, I guess, um, the two camps are on stage, and the host is about to announce the winner. But we get this, like, creative shot, so it starts, like, to get slow motion, and it's just, like, a, like completely muted with just, like, a piano playing. And we see um, camps, like, everyone from Camp Star start to celebrate. And everyone from Camp Walk look very disappointed. So, like, it's very obvious that Camp Star won. But I really like the way that they showed this. Yeah, well, so Shane starts comforting Mitchie. All of Camp Star is, like, celebrating. And then there's, like, this moment where Tess comes over. And, like, <laughs> like Shane hands Mitchie over to Tess for some <laughs> reason. Which, like, why would you do that? But they, like, hug or whatever. And, like, I guess they're supposed to be on better terms now. I don't know. After she won... Um, so back at Camp Rock, everyone's, like, sadly sitting around the fire. Um, Mitchie apologizes to Shane for not spending more time with him. This is, like, they're, like, back folding the flag. Um, Shane's like, oh, I already learned everything I need to know about you. So they kiss, and then they join the bonfire, and they sing, this is our song. Um, I would like to note that this song sounds kind of culty, sounds kind of like <laughs> Oceans, a song you would sing at a retreat. If you've ever been to any sort of Christian retreat, I'm sure you've probably heard the song Oceans by uh, Hillsong United, I think, is who sings I'm it. I'm sure I have, but I could not tell you how it goes. Spirit lead me where my turn is without wonders. Yeah, yeah. It's very much like one of those songs, so I got weird vibes from it. One of the lyrics in this song is, hey ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they all sing, like, a campfire song around the campfire. Very fun. And then all these people just start, like, flooding the campgrounds yeah. from Camp Star. Tess is like, I'll be back at Camp Rock next summer. Yeah, and all these other people want to join. Um, the phones are going crazy. Which, like, again, I don't know how they didn't see, like, foresee this. Yeah. And um, so. Uh, yeah, others want to transfer. Um, and then we sort of get this just, like, shot of, like, everyone singing, this is our song. Um, we get, like, these, like, aerial shots. It's very clearly raining in some of these shots. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna mention that. Because I guess one day they filmed, like, the up close, and then they realized that they need some other stuff to, like, fill in. Yeah. So they had to do it when it was raining. But, Because yeah. in the up close ones, it's Up close, not. it's not raining, but, like, whenever they zoom out, it's definitely raining. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, their hair would obviously, like, be wet or whatever right. if they were up close. So, I was yeah. like, how is it raining? The fire is still going. But I was like, oh, it's not raining. <laughs> they had some creative editing going on there. Um... So that's it. That's the end of Camp Rock 2, the final yep. game. That's it. Camp Rock <laughs> loses, but they win in the end. In oh, their yeah. hearts. <laughs> Camp Rock wins the winner in our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you uh, do the songs? Um, okay, so there's ten... Ten songs. Ten songs total. Yeah. So number ten, I have Tear It Down. <laughs> number ten, I have Fire. Number nine, I have Fire. <laughs> number nine, I have Tear It Down. <laughs> yeah. Number eight, I have Brand New Day. Number eight, I have What We Came Here For. Um, number seven, I have Wouldn't Change a Thing. Seven, I have Heart and Soul. Six, I have Our Song. Did I forget Heart and Soul? I don't know. Six, I have This Is Our Song. I think I forgot Heart and Soul. I don't know how I did because I have ten. Did you put a song twice? Was that heart and soul? Oh, that, no. I don't know. I don't know what I did. <laughs> uh, for five, I have Brand New Day. Five, I have What We Came Here For. Four, I have Wouldn't Change a Thing. Four, I have Favorite Song. Uh, favorite Song? Oh, that's the one that I did. That's the one that Joe and Demi sing whenever they're on their date. <laughs> Oh, I put heart and soul there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't include that one, I don't think. Uh, I have It's On. Yeah, number three, I have It's On. Number two, I have Can't Back Down. Number two, I also have Can't Back Down. Number one, I have Introducing Me. <laughs> Same. <laughs> introducing Me is the best thing to come out of Camp Rock 2. I said it, and I stand by it fully. I think it's the closest star rankings have ever matched. <laughs> I love that song so much. I probably love that song more than 
mm, like minus two songs from Camp Rock, the first one. <laughs> um, how does your Brayton rank this? I gave this a three and a half out of five, which surprised me. Like I said, I thought this was going to be worse than it was because I ha- I've only seen Camp Rock two once, I'm sure. And I put this at number twenty one. I put it below Cowbells and above Princess Protection Program. Yeah, I gave it a three out of five. Um, I liked it better than a lot of. I mean. The only reason I liked it better is because it's part of the Camp Rock franchise. Oh, definitely. But also introducing <laughs> like if it, me. If it was a standalone movie, it definitely would have gotten Well, and lower. if it wasn't famous people, like if it... Right. If yeah. it was the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I put it number 52 below Don't Look Under the Bed and above Going to the Met. I believe that I put this above High School Musical 3, so Ooh. all the TikTokers <laughs> who think High School Musical 3 is the best High School You're Musical wrong. can suck it. I will fight you. <laughs> so... That is Camp Rock 2. Next week, we have one that I'm excited for and probably no one else is. We have Avalon High. I watched, like, the last ten minutes of that once. So I I know how it ends. I'm excited for it. So, (laughs) that's it. Bye. Bye.